When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean. Uh, Steve is not with us at the moment. I don't know what he's doing. He's doing something with um, Kelly and Ryan yes, this morning. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's supposed to be calling us, and apparently. Somebody forgot. I just tried to call him and he's not answering. So maybe we missed our window there. Or maybe he tried to call me and I was out going to the bathroom for a second. Steve, call (laughs) us. I think he's in the building. I just don't know uh, where he is. I was looking to see if he sent me a text message. Uh, Don't try this at home, everybody. We are professionals. (laughs) Uh, No text from Steve. Okay. He's probably uh, doing something with them. He's going to be on the show with them, I believe, on Friday. Yes. So I don't know if he's getting his hair cut live on the air. I think it has something to do with his hair, from what I heard. Okay. Because they have been updating on... um, Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, He says stuff blew up. Oh, okay. Don't blow up, Steve. It's fine. Don't blow up. <laughs> is he calling us? That is the question. I don't think so. Okay. Like, it looks like he said sorry. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, he asked if I was calling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're calling. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Let me do this live. They're calling early. Okay. So his people on... He's such a... Okay. Let's thought just after it for television. A uh Unless you want me to get him on the phone, I can. I don't know. Steve, just call us. He has Maybe a phone. he doesn't know that number, that special number that only certain people know. I don't even know that number. Do you know that? Good. All right. So here's the deal. Steve came up with our Facebook question for today. And we want to know, and it's also our confession, which comes up at 1130. We want to know, how are you getting on your partner's nerves during quarantine or vice versa? Yeah. I want to know if you have something to say about that, Dawn. Oh, me? Um, I hope not. I don't know if I'm getting on his nerves. I don't think so. Is he getting on your nerves? No, not really. Oh, that's good. It's You know, we are kind of homebodies anyway. We spend a lot of time together. And, um, and you're very you know, compatible. Have... You, have the, you have very similar interests. We do. Um, and we're both Libras and we're both left-handed. That's weird. Yeah. And interesting. Yeah. Are are you a big believer in signs or left-handed, right-handed types um, of personalities? I've never really thought about it. Okay. I do know, I do, I sometimes can 
pick out someone who is a Virgo because mm. I'm a Virgo and I'll be like, oh, you must be a Virgo. And they'll be like, I don't know what I am. A lot of dudes don't know what their zodiac signs are. Come on, really? Yeah. I think it's true. Oh, gosh. What is a Libra like? A Libra is artistic, um, and we're really into sensory things. Like, we love any type of, like, really good food, really good stuff. Smells. Smells, sounds, tastes. We really enjoy the senses. Oh, that's interesting. And, and artistic, also. Yeah. yeah. Okay, creative. Uh, supposed to be charismatic, but I don't know if that's... Oh, you're very charismatic, <laughs> I think. Oh, that's nice. You know what? While we're talking about the senses, I discovered something about myself that I think a, a lot of people have this sensory kind of issue. I discovered that I hate the feeling of anything close to my body, my torso. Do you know what I? What as far as clothing, about? like if really? I'm wearing a tight shirt, yeah, under a sweater, it could be like a tank top or a cami, a camisole. Uh huh. I hate the feel of that. Now, um, is it like around your belly button? Is that why? It's or just my just belly whole... in general, and okay. it makes me very aware of the size of my stomach. Oh, do you think it's like a body shaming? Yeah, body shaming thing. So I feel like just because <laughs> I can feel it. Uh huh. That people can see can it. see it. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little it's bit. It's like I'm always wearing spanks if I have anything that touches my mm-hmm. torso closely. That's interesting. I knew I had a um a family friend. This could be Steve calling, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a family friend whose um daughter could not wear anything but like a sundress as a little girl because she could not stand that feeling of having anything touch her body. So. I think that it really is a thing with kids. Was I'm that sorry. Steve? It wasn't Steve, and I was very rude and said, I'm sorry, I got to go. Oh. I go, is this oh, sorry, Steve? guys, we're on sorry. the air. No, it's not. I go, I'm sorry, I got to go. So I apologize to whoever <laughs> that nice man was who yeah. was trying to comment. On Here's one thing you don't know is that um, anytime the phone rings, we pick it up. Like, live. Oh, you're telling me this. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, Steve oh. is like, we are... A show of the people, and the oh, people are boy. part of the show so let's at all give them times. Control of the show when we're professionals. Correct. Oh, okay. Yep. That's. It's not my rule. It's Steve's, oh, and it gets boy. us into trouble a lot. So okay. just, uh, just, I'll just make sure that. and have my hand on the dump button. Right. No, I mean there have been times when people call and they just start talking about random things. <laughs> and yeah. Steve will be like engaging with them. And that's because he sees something shiny. Steve just apologized to us. He by did. The way. That's fine. I get it. It's it's yeah. I it's mean, it's okay, man. You're a big star. Plus, you know, if they've got they had a window for him that is like they're going to film a short thing, I believe. Yeah. But the window is nine fifteen to ten thirty, so he just kind of has to be ready at any time. Okay, so he's just hanging out right now with his feet up somewhere waiting for them to call is what we're trying to say here. You're, I'm trying to be nicer than you are. He now, might be enjoying some type of free food from the cafeteria. Oh, or, he probably you know? is. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve will show up at some point during the show today. Um, but we've got a lot of stuff that we're going to get to. Uh, like I said, we've got our confession at 1130. How are you getting on your partner's nerves or vice versa? You can email us. At Donna and Steve's show at mytalk1071.com. You could call us when that time comes up. 
Or, and I will just answer and put you on because I'm open to new things and getting rid of 25 years of broadcasting habits. <laughs> okay. I've got I've got a lot of old habits too. In fact, oh, yeah. our our boss had emailed us yesterday about. Oh, that uh, was so funny. Tell people what she said. <laughs> she basically said, um, "We don't take breaks on our show. We don't." Right? Is that what she said? She basically said the listeners don't want to take a break. The break is for you. You don't need to tell them. So right. don't say we're going to take a break it's or a after the break. It's, yeah, it's in the habit. So just tell them what's coming up next next to pull them through exactly so i'm gonna give that a shot right now (laughs) in case our boss is listening when we come back we're gonna have some things that made us go huh including um how velcro was invented and the actor who is the biggest swearer on the big screen is not who you might think we'll tell you about it up next Hey, good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Actually, Steve uh, will be joining us in about an hour. So it's me and Dawn McLean, our producer. Hello. Thanks for being here. Oh, no problem. I've got some interesting fun facts for you. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. Things that make Steve usually likes to take over this segment. All right, what do you got today, Donna? I got some fun stuff. Okay. Um, Like the guy who invented Velcro, he got the idea when he was walking his dog in the woods and saw how burrs were clinging to its fur. Oh, that's great. I love Velcro. I love that sound. You know, the whole... Yeah. Love it. Um, Do you have Velcro pants on right now? I wish I did. <laughs> Just keep inching it out a little bit. My, uh, my shoes have Velcro. Oh, cute. <laughs> you know, I'm at that age. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a fun fact. Also, the Chuck in Chuck Norris is not short for Charles. Oh, it's not. What's it short for? Thank you for asking. Carlos. Carlos. Yep. Carlos Norris is his name. Okay. Uh, This is disturbing. The original version of the Sleeping Beauty story from the 1500s. Oh. I didn't know it was that old. Did you? No. Well, in that original story, the prince doesn't kiss her to wake her up. He impregnates her while she's sleeping. Well, that would wake anybody up. Right? Jeez. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? And then she wakes up when the child is born. (laughs) Well, that was an easy pregnancy. Right? Oh, my gosh. She didn't have to go through anything. She's not eating pickles and ice cream in her sleep. Totally. Oh, my gosh. That is bizarre. That's disturbing. Yeah, it's kind of rapey. rapey. (laughs) Not that that's funny, but that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, let's um, make sure the other person's awake if you yeah, don't mind. Absolutely. Even if you have to say, let's have a full conversation. <laughs> do you consent to this? Sleeping exactly. Good? Weird. Do you know? Oh, I can't answer, ask follow-up questions. Sorry. You can. To used to. You're not is supposed this, to. Um, is this a German fairy tale? Is it a... I'm just going to go with a yes. Okay. I don't know if that's true. I'm just going to say yes. Okay. Why are the Germans a little? Um, my my elder friend Iris. Um, oh yeah. I got her a German fairy tale book, and she oh. would read it all the time, and we would laugh, and I would read her some Aww. of those, and we would laugh together about how bizarre they were. So they were I'm like what? Oh yeah, really way different. 
Yeah, it's it's like you get stories like Little Red Riding Hood, but it's just different. It's darker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um. Who do you think swears the most in movies? In an movies. actor. What actor? Um. I would say most people would say Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Most people would say that, but it's not true. Okay. Um. It's actually Samuel L. Jackson, I think, comes in third. Okay. It's Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah. He cusses more than any other film actor. Uh, a lot of it comes from his role in The Wolf of Wall Street. I've never seen that movie. Really? Is it worth seeing? I think it's a great movie. Really? Okay. Uh, it's very long, though. Oh, boy. It's Scorsese. So you know it's going to be at least three hours. Oh, boy. I think the acting in it is very good. Okay. Very good. Um, he swears 715 times in that movie. Oh That's insane. Um, his characters have cursed 376 times in... Oh, I'm sorry. 376 times in the movie, but all all the expletives oh, come out to 715. Oh, my gosh. 22.9 times per 1,000 words uttered. Um, second on the list is Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Probably for the same movie. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And then Samuel L. Jackson. Then Adam Sandler. Oh, that surprises me. Me too. What has he been in that he swears? I don't, I I guess like Happy Gilmore (laughs) when he's trying to golf. Maybe. I just saw he probably swore a lot in, um, Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I did. Did you? I did not, but... uh, It was really good. I've heard that it was very intense and just super fast-paced and... Violent, uh, too. Very, yeah. A really great movie. He he was really good in that. Um, I liked seeing him in a different kind of role like that. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Al Pacino, Denzel, Billy Bob Thornton, Seth Rogen, Bradley Cooper, Danny McBride... Um, no women on the list. No, I know. Right. (laughs) Come on. Amy Schumer. No, she's not on there. Um, and then finally, I thought this was interesting because I was reading about, um, cheating and how you can tell if somebody's cheating. There was a couples therapist who did an interview and mentioned a sneaky cell phone habit that might mean someone's cheating this doesn't always mean that they're cheating, but it's one of those signs, you know, how you're, you're like, boy, you're working out a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's always like, well. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wow, you're really taking charge of your wardrobe oh, lately. Your, your health. Oh, is that new cologne? Exactly. Um, She says that... Um. When your partner leaves their phone face down on a table, they could be uh, texting with someone that they don't want you to know about. 
But don't I always leave my phone face down? I do too. Just because yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see all the light. And, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I know. That's good. I think that's dumb. The reason is, uh, yeah, we're worrying about a text coming through, so they want to keep their screen hidden just in case. Um, just that alone, of course, doesn't prove anything. So don't jump to conclusions or start accusing. But if you're already suspicious, that can be, you know, more proof. And if you have a dream that your partner is cheating on you, please it, don't think that that is some type of a premonition. Have That's you had that dream? Is. Um, not in a very, very long time, but that's not what it means. It doesn't mean they're actually It's always about you. you, right? Yeah, the dream is always about the dreamer. What if that, what if I, let's just say I'm in a relationship and I do have that dream. Uh-huh. What does it mean? It means that there is a part of your subconscious mind that you are, you don't feel like you're being true to yourself. You're going back on your own personal word or your own. Oh, um, are you feeling guilty about something? You're not, uh following through and being true to yourself that's what it means okay okay so like if you have a principle in where like you do not ever i don't know uh you're you're always on time and you start breaking that rule or you never drink before noon but you're drunk by 9 (laughs) a.m then you might start dreaming about cheating okay oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. so let me ask you as a dream interpreter remember People used to have dream books. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like a dream journal? Yeah, Not a journal, but a book that tells you what certain things mean. Like if your teeth fall out, it usually means death or... Uh, Yeah, you know what? The school that I went to, they use the universal language of mind, which applies to any... Like I can interpret a dream from someone who is... They could translate it to me from a different language and I could interpret it to them. So it's universal and it can go throughout time. So it's not just a whim type of a book. You know? Okay. They've studied it for 75 years at least. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So should I throw that book away or no? Uh, yeah. I'd like to take a look at it and okay. see how much. It's really old. It's like from the 1800s or something. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll bring it in. I'll oh, bring it in. Don, I got to see this. I know. I know. I'll bring it in. <laughs> okay. um, we are not taking a break right now, but we will be right back. You're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, right? I hear you and Jason talk about it quite a bit. Oh, yes. Alexis watches it, too. It's a really great season, except there's this shadow of controversy over it. We just got to the point where um, it's the final four contestants. Uh, At the beginning of the season, the very first episode, this disclaimer comes up at the beginning that says, due to uh, recent events involving contestant Sherry Pye, uh, and uh, what has been learned about her, she will not appear in the finale of the show. So basically, don't worry. We know what she did. She's not going to be able to be that- the star of RuPaul's Drag Race. She can't win. We won't show her. We won't tape with her. But that, from the beginning, you know, first of all, that she makes it to the final four. So it's a little disappointing towards oh. the end because you see people being eliminated and every week. You're like, oh, gosh, someone else could have gotten a chance above this terrible person who, I don't know, have you heard about this, Donna? No, I don't even know what, what did she do? Okay, well, did, she Okay, is... before you read the disclaimer, though, mm-hmm. did you know 
Was it like on the internet? It was. Okay. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, you, you just start reading in advance things that are going to happen on the season. And uh, we read all of the allegations against her. Um, basically, for years, she had been catfishing guys, claiming huh. to be a movie producer and also the friend of a producer. And th- these were, this wasn't like a one time thing. This happened over years where she even created an entire plot of a movie that she was auditioning guys for that didn't exist. Okay, I think I remember hearing you guys um, talk about that is disturbing. Yeah, and some of the guys on camera, they were nude and did things to audition for this because oh it was about God. it was about this fake movie was about a bodybuilder, a person who wanted to climb up in the ranks of bodybuilding and starts taking stero- steroids. So these people even took steroids. <gasps> I mean... And it was more than one guy. It was like up to four, I think four or five guys. And this is allegedly, but... Uh, were so, there any underage guys? Um, I don't believe so, but they were younger. I mean, okay. and Cherry Pie is 27. So, okay. uh, But in the world of, you know, she's meeting these people, convincing them that she's connected. And it's just an awful thing. And it really does, you know, it's just sad because this show is great for people to watch who don't have, I think, anybody that they know in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. And it really opens up that these are people. And just to have that shadow over it that's a negative thing is really yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am wondering what they're going to do because we're down to the final fo- four and she is one of them. So I don't know if the person that just got kicked out on this final episode before the live taping gets to take her spot. Oh, man. It's not known yet if they're just going to go to three people or if it's they're going to allow uh, a great performer, Jackie Cox, who just was eliminated, to be in the final four. And I hope that that happens because they haven't taped yet. Okay. So I, I don't watch the show. And I have a friend who's always like, oh, God, I wish you watched this. It's so fun. I love RuPaul. I watched RuPaul's... Um, RuPaul had a show called... Oh, gosh. It's called Something in Me. And it just, it ended a few months ago, and I loved this show so much. Did you watch it? I did not. Oh, Dawn, you would love this show. Was it on VH1 or? I can't remember where. I I think it was Netflix. Okay. And I think the show actually is, um, has a lot of um, the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race on it okay so it's kind of like it's just such a sweet show i'll I'll try to remember the name of it i think steve is trying to call us too by the way um so we're down to the final four and then when does the show wrap like into it does it uh well it already this they did the final episode that had been taped okay so then what normally happens is that the final you know it's kind of like the bachelor there's and then they go on to a live okay so um so that isn't going to happen. Oh, I believe this is Steve. Yes. Hopefully, let's just, All right, let's just grab it. Hello, Steve. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Hi, Steve. Hi. So it's happening. Hi. Where are you? Where are you guys? Uh, in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the heck? It's a um, I, am, I am in the Twin Cities Live studio okay. right now. Yes. And uh, you've both been to this studio before. You've both been on this show before. You yes, got it, buddy. For different reasons. For different, very different reasons, the two of you. That's right. Um, so I am here, and we are we're in the process of doing a segment that we're putting together with Live with Kelly and Ryan. And so we are uh, we're just sort of like in a standby mode, waiting as they're getting some other things in line. And of course, they're talking to 
Um, so yes, we are. We're sort of like in a standby position. Here's what I can tell you: a tease about what's going to be happening. Okay. They wanted to do a hair check-in. I would just tell you this, girlfriends. When I get up there, once I wrap this, when I get up there, you will see my hair at its biggest possible point. Your boy got the blow dryer out this morning. Oh. And and like, kind of like a round brush. Like it was a real poofing brush. And I brushed everything up. And so it is at its, at the biggest point that it can be. And so it's almost like a perm. It's almost like a big You do perm. have very thick hair. You do. You have amazing hair. It is so thick. But the problem is it grows up and out. It doesn't grow. <laughs> like, I'm not, I could never be Fabio. You couldn't give me two years in my hair. It would just be out further. I'm like, if my hair grows like Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons. Yeah. It just like grows continually out. I have to turn to get into doorways. It's the whole thing. So you'll get to see it. But they wanted to do a hair check in. They we checked in last with them on April 1st, which was the date that I was supposed to get co-host with Kelly. And then I didn't because of the whole friggin' pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they wanted to check in again because last time that we talked with them, we measured my hair. In the show. And so we, uh, do you we remember decided, what the size was at the time? Thanks for asking Don. Yeah, it was at five inches. That oh. it was five inches. And, uh, we feel like I gotta be, I'm certainly north of six. I hope to be north of six. But I think what you will find interesting, and I will take a picture so that I can send it to Millennial Hannah so that we can um, let my talkers see this. But um, you'll be surprised at the overall width of it. You know what I mean? It's got just, it's sort of like a bowling ball. Because I, when I tease out the sides, yeah. that's what makes me look. I always describe myself during this pandemic. I look like the last guy to get on a plane who just made his connection. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I look like that guy. Like I was sprinting through O'Hare and I finally got there. Uh, so that's, that's what the hair looks like. Okay. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. So have you already, so you haven't already spoken with them? No, no. I just got a note just a second ago that said, um, sometime in the next 20 minutes. The trouble for them is as they put their shows together remotely, it's quite a feat because they're all in different places. And of course, all of their guests are in different places as well. Mm -hmm. So there's so much coordinating um, for them that that ends up going into it. So um, my guess is that I should be joining you guys early in the 10 o'clock hour. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'll send I'll send Hannah, I'll send Hannah a video right now. Once I hang up with you guys, I'll send her a video so she can get it up on Facebook so that any my talkers that want to see my hair in this state um, can see it. Now, it's pretty rough. I would like to invite people. I've watched. There's a video on your Instagram. It's the third one over. Uh, your beautiful son, and then an, mm. another. There's a clip of you of Elizabeth first cutting. Oh she's God. she's talking about how great you used to look. Showing a picture in a magazine, <laughs> and then it cuts to you looking with your hair all poofed out. And I've watched that probably twenty times because it cracks Dawn, me up so much. It's funny that you say that because we were just talking about that, and I said for my money. That is the greatest cutaway shot that they've no, ever done yes. on Twin Cities Live because what – so Elizabeth had just so happened to have stumbled upon a uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul magazine picture that, you know, just promoting the show. And my hair's tight on the side, and um, I look put together. And because my hair was shorter, <laughs> I look like four pounds lighter in my face, too. And then as I forget that I'm on TV, I'm looking at the old me. And then our director, with one of the greatest cutaway shots of all time, cuts to me, mouth 
agape, looking desperately at my former self, and my hair is a mess, and my face it looked like Martin Short in Pure Luck. It was just all blowed up, and it was me just sadly looking at who I used to be. Uh, it is a, it is a. If you need to laugh at someone else's expense, that video it's is really great. For you. It's awesome. I, I thought, I thought the, I just immediately thought of your photographers and your director, just thinking, oh, what a great job with the technicians great. there. They I know, did a great job. They they really really crushed it. What have I missed? I miss you guys. What, um, what have oh, you been talking about? Oh well, we were talking about um, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, oh, quite a sure. bit. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, how Velcro was invented, and uh, Chuck Norris's name isn't short for Charles. What? I know, right? What's it short for? Is it just Chuck? Nope, it's Carlos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fun fact. My um, name. Is Carlos Norris. Yeah. And also yeah. some disturbing facts about Sleeping Beauty and how she really was um, woken um, from her slumber. Oh, Lord. In <laughs> you don't want to hear that part. Yeah, Trust you don't me. want to. This is a segment where you guys destroy my whimsy and childhood. And yeah. right. yes. 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 Exactly. Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, um, right. I should be up there, you know, in the next something like 10, 15, and then I will give you guys a rundown as to what we uh, chat about with Kelly oh, cool. and Ryan this morning. Sounds like a plan. Thank you for okay. calling. All right. Me love you long time. Bye. We love Bye. you too. Bye. Uh, speaking of Kelly and Ryan, um, people had a strange thought about Ryan Seacrest on the finale of American Idol. Yeah, um, really did. You saw something. You're going to say something. Yep. Um, sure we've got that on the way. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is off doing bigger and better things, but will be joining us in just a few minutes. Don McLean holding down the fort in the meantime, and we thank you for it. It's a girl's fort. It is a girl's fort. No boys allowed, man. Not for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Steve is doing something with Ryan Seacrest and um, Kelly Ripa. And speaking of Ryan Seacrest, Dawn saw something and would like to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, Ryan Seacrest has four jobs. Um, He truly does have four jobs, much like Jason Matheson. Um, He does live with Kelly and Ryan. He does American Idol. He does his radio show. And then the Disney sing-along as well. Oh. Okay, so he's a little overworked. He's also a producer on the... uh, E Network. Oh, for the love of right? God. Right? He produces a Kardashian show. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's just it's unbelievable. Busy. I think he must have a twin that he forces to do half his work. <laughs> right. Uh, well, people were concerned because on the live um, on the live taping of American Idol, the finale, uh, he seemed to be slurring his words and one of his eyes was almost closed. People thought it looked swollen. Hmm. And I do have a clip of him talking. This is the part where uh, people thought that he just didn't sound right. Cynthia Erivo and the top 11 right there. You can catch her playing Aretha Franklin on the National Geographic Limited Series. Genius Aretha premiering this fall. Okay. Um, 
I get where people would be like, what's going on? But have you ever heard me do a dirt alert? I mean, (laughs) come on. The first one I do in the morning, I'm like, sometimes it's such a disaster. Well, I think what probably happened was that maybe he couldn't see the screen, which is why his eye may have been like that. And he couldn't read properly. Like sometimes you get your words flip flopped. Yeah. And people also speculate because he wasn't on the show yesterday. Oh, Kelly. on Kelly's show. Yes. But really, he just had a day off. He was just overworked, and he wanted a day off, and so they accommodated him. Yeah. yeah this is hard to do. Not what we do, but, no. you know, the way people are producing TV shows and having to do all of this, this is, they want things to go back to normal yes. more than anyone. It's very difficult. It's very stressful, you know, and I think things are stressful for everybody right now. Like, yes. anybody who is working in a different um capacity everybody which you're used to, to make changes it's mm-hmm. very hard to change it really is you and i are going through some of this right now mm-hmm. um behind the scenes and it's it's not fun and it's not easy but we're you know in it to win it and i think that's where he he was just doing too much just doing you know. too much, but, you know, I don't think uh, he's on the show today. He looks fine. Um, they say, don't worry, nothing. You don't need to be concerned because people did think he was having a stroke. Yeah. Um, but you know what? A lot of times when I, if you ever had audio issues, if you're at a live event mm-hmm. and you're hearing yourself uh, repeating half second behind that makes me slur because i start trying to catch up with myself yes you know? so that could have been he could have had uh weird feedback in his uh, earpiece i mean yeah. there's just a variety of things that can happen i really admired them for trying to make it an exciting show i do too because that is difficult what they're doing and the excitement of being on stage this is the these performers you know the biggest moment of their life up until this point and they want to make it special with confetti and a crowd and they can't do that so from their homes they're trying to be you can see them really working hard yeah okay he's fine he's you guys um i guess mark consuelo's filled in for him okay um, well, that makes it easy since he's in the same house. Right? <laughs> totally one yeah. shot instead of two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, you saw that. When, happy to know that Ryan is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that you saw something else, and I actually looked at the picture. And Did we you? will link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Just look on the Donna and Steve show page um, in the next 15 minutes or so. But um, a guy rescued a puppy. He did. Um, this guy rescued rescued a puppy on the side of a busy road. This was in Japan. And um, he thought he would take this sweet little creature home so she could find a forever home. Um, the man named Marcy named the animal Luna and shared the news of his discovery on Twitter. And mm-hmm. uh, he posted that he found a lost puppy. And this little thing is so adorable. If you're too impatient, you can go to my Twitter page, Don at Dark, and see it right now. Um, And people started pointing out to him, that is not a dog. I'm sorry. It doesn't look like a dog. It Okay, but what does it look like to me? Because I think it looks like a little bear. It but it's like a wild animal. It's but it's actually a fox. <laughs> oh my god! Um, in the one where it's a very up top view uh, of this little fox, oh you can't god. see how long its legs are. So it does look. It's just the most adorable thing ever. It um, is very cute. 
And, you know, I probably would have made the same mistake. Well, I don't know. It really does look like a wild animal. It does. I mean, like, it's <laughs> just its facial features don't look. I've, You know, there have been stories like this before where people have um, rescued what they thought was a dog. And it turns out to be, oh, my God, what was the last thing that I saw? Not a bear, but like maybe a wolf, which mm-hmm. looks like a dog, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, now you have a wolf living in your house. Um, <laughs> this guy's got a fox. Long. Fox uh, are really beautiful, though. They are, yeah. So this one, um, <laughs> later a veterinarian. Um, Determined. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess he has decided to give her to a farm. But oh. farms are not a good place for foxes. Don't they get rid of foxes at farms? Yeah, don't they foxes eat, go after the, the chickens? Oh, the, yeah, the yeah. chickens. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Good point. But that is adorable. Um, Another thing that I saw that I would like to say something about. Yeah. You posted your meat and cheese platter on Instagram. I have never heard this word in my life until last year when somebody came to my cabin and were like, oh, I'm going to do a, how do you say it? Chucuttery board? Charcuterie. 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 Charcuterie board. Charcuterie. That's what you called it. (laughs) Yeah. That's what she said. I think that I've always... I've uh, never heard that word in my life. Really? I've I've, never... If somebody said charcuterie board, I would have no idea what they were talking... Like, if they were going to bring one to... My house for a party, I would have to Google that. Ah. I want to know who started using that word. <laughs> I think it's a French word. Charcuterie. And it just means like, here's a bunch of fruit and meat and crackers on a plate. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's like a deli <laughs> platter. Like, I would call that a deli platter. Um, but haven't you ever seen it like on a menu? For instance, like if you go to Surly Brewing, they have a really great one. I've seen it now. Now now that I've heard the word. Yes. But I've never. No. It's just a little too fancy for me. Oh, maybe if you just didn't grow up with the term. Yeah, I think that's just for fancy people. Oh, but I'm not fancy. You're a little fancy. I am. (laughs) No, I'm not. You always dress up for work. Oh, God. You know what? I feel like wearing sweats to work one day. Should I do it? Just I'll because, do it if you do it. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe on Friday. Okay, let's make sure our bosses don't see us, though. Shouldn't they just be glad we're showing Here. up at this point? <laughs> totally. Yes. What are they going to do? All right, no, what day no. do you want to do it? Well, uh, well, what's what's good for you to wear tomorrow. sweats? Tomorrow. Okay, let's do it tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm going to wear okay. my prison sweats. I have some um, um, camo yellow they kind of look like Zubas. Oh, okay. I could wear those tomorrow. Something that you wouldn't want to wear even in to public. Target. Yeah, okay. that's what I want to see you in, Donna. All right, I will do it. Do you think Steve will do this, or does he not have time? I think he'll do it. Okay. We'll get him on it. He should be joining us in the next five minutes or so, oh, so uh, we'll ask him. But in the meantime, we dance. Yeah. Put your hands together, everybody. Uh, oh boy, we have no rhythm. Uh, when we come back, <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong has uh, done another cover. We'll see what you think about that on the way, and uh, we'll have uh, 
some more music news. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.